Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever Throwback Madness. I am Ron Pashery, columnist for TJRWrestling.net, here with my good friends Alo, Aaron Lloyd, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki, and C. Kane Joe, Joe Rodermill. Alo gave us the task of watching back Judgment Day 2000 in the spirit of it's 2000 all over again, I assume. Always, baby. <laughs> and I assume because this is kind of the precursor to Extreme Rules almost. Yeah. Every match had a stipulation. It's kind so, of funny. I was thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> there was not one just straight up match. There wasn't there was no asylum match though. So No, that's, no that's not yet. Of... <laughs> well, first I want to I want to point out that Eric and Joe are working with the A team today. <laughs> I gotta point that out. We're working no, with ourselves. Nothing, yeah, I mean, nothing but B plus players. Huh? I, I like that, by the way. Yeah. You, did, you called them B plus players. This yeah, week, they're a solid B plus. That's the corporate man trying to hold us back. Well, if you think Didn't last week's episode get like the least amount of views, <laughs> no, if, no, if no, you, no if you think you're A level talent, that's fine. But you're not on the A low level. <laughs> You're, so the A, the A ever want to be on the A low level. <laughs> you're A low. We're A plus. <laughs> well, Judgment Day 2000. Main event, 60-minute Iron Man match between the challenger, Triple H, and the current champion on that night, The Rock. We had an Intercontinental Championship submission match between Jericho and the champion, Benoit. Triple threat match for the European Championship, correct? Yes. Yep. Yep. Between Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, and, and the then light heavyweight, light heavyweight champion. championship, Dean Malenko. The emotionless one, Perry Saturn. Yes. We had Shane in the big show. Young Simba. <laughs> Young Simba. I forgot. <laughs> I had forgotten all about that. I was 21. That was the summer I turned 21, so I realized how much I forgot that was going on <laughs> I at that I was eight time. years old. Still yeah. Like so yeah, yeah, I'm sure you've retained a lot of it. Liquid memory loss, huh? Yeah, exactly. So I thought it was a great intro to the show, all the different things that could happen within one hour. Like how many people die in an hour, how many breaths you take in an hour. <laughs> Opening segment with the McMahon and Helmsley faction. Asking for coffee, making Briscoe the then hardcore champion. Well, first I gotta say... Patterson and Briscoe equal Eric and Joe. <laughs> I already know Eric walks around at home his work slacks with the championships around his waist. Do you wear the belts around the house? Of course. Every time I'm, every time I'm drinking. But, but I have a feeling he's, he's far less jumpy. I mean, this guy sees confidence. Oh, he carries yeah. confidence. So I mean, he does. I don't, I don't see Eric. And being the youngest brother, I feel like the youngest brother is probably the least jumpy out of the brothers. Yeah, I think I think Troy tries to win the hardcore title from the two a couple times. <laughs> Troy's the reigning hardcore, Troy's the reigning hardcore champion of the house right now. So as much as everybody talks about how great the Attitude Era was, a sign right in the front row who booked this crap. So people were still upset <laughs> yeah, even back then. But um, I couldn't get it clear. Did it say F U Triple H? In, a, in the crowd, right next to that, who booked I this crap? I believe there song? was one. Yeah, there yeah. was an it F U Triple F-I, H. It said F U Triple I couldn't read what it yeah, said. I think that is what it said. So, one thing I noticed, what a delight it is to hear JR introduce a pay-per-view. Forgot how wonderful of a thing that was. And the crowd just seems so different. Oh, yeah. So much energy. I I felt like everything was a lot more gritty. Yeah, all the signs. In that time. And now it's it's almost like the difference between being at the top of the vet back in the day Mm -hmm. and now being in Lincoln Financial Field. I know people in Philadelphia won't understand that reference, but it's the best comparison I could come up with. So, show kicks off with the McMahon-Helmsleys. You find out Briscoe's the hardcore champion. He's attacked backstage. 
HBK comes into the arena in those some, some shorts. Yeah. He was showing yeah. a little bit too much. Uh, a little, a lot. He was way too much. Trim- smuggling, smuggling bananas in those yeah. shorts. <laughs> we had Angle with Edge and Christian going up against Too Cool and Rikishi. I forgot how much I, I, I loved the three-second pose. So did I with the, the jug band. That's how you awesome. get. That's how you get heat. You make fun of er, the city's culture and everything. Right. Nobody does that anymore. Really, you really you see. Had, it. You had Kurt coming out saying that he was all, all that, that. <laughs> to the teenage girls preaching abstinence, <laughs> which I thought was great. I, I also not that I forgot how great Angle was, but my God, he is yeah. just incredible. It's amazing to see him with a full head of hair, too. Yeah, I'm not that used is to funny. that look. I'm used to it's skinny. The, the round look. It's, he usually does that nowadays. I forgot how over Rikishi and Tupac. Yeah, they were over. Yeah, they were real over. Going in and watching that match, you're going to think it's going to be the complete opposite, but just forget the times. <laughs> the worm? worm I, mean, was I, I remember the worm, oh, but geez. I mean, just the build, all that build up. To just, just a child. Yeah, just, just the child worm was more child. over than every superstar in the roster today. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. Do you really have to spell worm? <laughs> Can you just do the worm? I love. You'd be Scotty too hot. You would at least have the same finishing move. <laughs> well, I, I love this as an opening match. Oh, yeah, it, it got the crowd hot and everything. Angle, you know, interfering. Angle, you know, coming out between the ropes. Angle was getting heat. Every every time you turned around, you had the tag team champions obviously end up dropping the match. I forgot how big Rikishi was too, not size wise. No, he was, he was actually like, pretty relevant in the in the picture. Yeah, people loved too. him. Yeah, there were actually Rikishi chants mm-hmm. during that match. Stink face on Angle, which the perfect guy to the Olympic gold medalist <laughs> to take the stink face. That would be a stink face. <laughs> what are your What are your thoughts on? Did you remember how over too cool and Rikishi were? I forgot. I mean, the the whole crowd was opening match, you know, for no championship, none of the main people. You know, you're never going to see that now, the crowd being that into it. Um, the match match was good. Uh, the overall intro, just the heel antics from the three of them, it, it was just it was good work. Something you don't see every day. I mean, that's because they don't carry storylines yeah. like they used to I mean, back then. Yeah, back then, they'd build up characters. Exactly. Keep them characters the, around. The overall thing, and, you know, I'll give it to Aaron, good show, because from every match, the character mattered. You know, whether it was the, for the European Championship, whether it was uh, a non-title match, whether it was the in the middle of the show match, it was everything mattered. Every right. person mattered. Everything did matter. So I know you said you came in here with copious notes. On Judgment Day 2000. Yes, of course. So what did what did you have on this on this match in particular? Well, first of all, the young bucks stole, totally stole Tupac's <laughs> outfit. And, uh, it was uh, anyway, but that's how you start a match. That's how, that's how you start a show. The crowd was into it the entire time. It was a great entertaining match, back and forth match. And like you said, Rikishi and Tupac, you guys will forget how over they were. And that's not even the most overact on the roster. Right. I looked at them, like, looking back, I remembered them as just like, oh, yeah, those guys made me laugh when they come out in the middle of Raw every uh-huh. week. I did not remember them being as popular <laughs> and the crowd favorites that they were. Yeah. And then one week later, they will win the tag team titles from Magic Christian on the Raw. Yeah. So. Who won them? Just two cores or Rikishi and nah, Scotty? Too cool. No, too cool. Too cool. Yeah, Grandmaster Sexay. I yep. forgot that name. That <laughs> cracked me up when they Grandmaster said it. He, he, he saw he lost his pants. <laughs> Son of Jerry yeah. Lawler. Yeah, I was about to say Jerry Lawler. <laughs> I forgot about that. Between the first match and the second match, we had HBK with Michael Cole 
And even back then, HBK was burying the internet. <laughs> yeah. They said there were yeah, rumors yeah. on the internet that he was going to help Triple And you know if you're reading it on the internet, it's <laughs> got to be true. <laughs> so he has a track record of burying the internet for almost 20, well, 16 years yeah. now. We're going on two decades. He's been burying the internet. Second the bear those shorts. That's what yeah, the You're right. We'll get more to those shorts as we move even along. Even back we, then, even back then, 16 years ago, Michael Cole was just as annoying. Yeah, he was. How about his hair? But he wasn't <laughs> real prominent on the mic back then. He was in the background. He was in the back. I, I wish he was still... He needs to go back to the back. Yeah, just go to the back. Yeah, so second match... But then you'd eliminate K- KO's girl, Renee Young. And <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need to be eliminated. No. She's one of the better one of the better interviewers and commentators that they have. Yeah, just give me Moro. So but prior to the second match, we had the, the Love Machine. Is that what it is? Eddie's car? I think so. <laughs> the Love Machine. The love Machine. Mamacita. He pulls up with Mamacita, gives her the roses, which I think everybody watching, even back then, probably knew those roses were going to play a part <laughs> in the finish of the match. That very realistic-looking lead paint. Eddie Guerrero. Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, three incredible in-ring performers. I thought put on a great match, arguably the match of that show. What do you, what do you have written down for this match? Well, this story was based around this, China had helped Eddie Guerrero win the European title the night after WrestleMania from Chris Jericho. So the story was basically how China was trying to break up the radicals, and then yeah. they had the story about Perry Saturn was the only one that hadn't won a single title yet because Benoit was the you know, IC champion, Malenko was two-time lightweight champion, and Eddie was the European champion. So they played that story. When you see the, these, when you see these three names on a card, you think this would be a great match. But I it was a good match, but it was a little sloppy in my opinion. Like Dean Malenko, I think he did a tadpole splash. <laughs> he should have never even attempted. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't know if he know what he wanted to do. If he wanted to do frog splash, Perry did a great. I call it a one star frog splash. Yeah, Perry Saturn did a, a great frog. Perry Saturn did a great frog splash in this match. He did. Yeah, he did. Someone in commentary even said something about it. Yeah, Jake R. Day. It was, a, it, was a, I, it was it was it was a good match. Still a little sloppy, but even before it was his gimmick, Eddie Guerrero he was still lie cheating and stealing. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's who he was. Yeah, he, he was, was before, a, he before that came his thing. <laughs> he was almost the face in this too, and he was lie cheating and stealing. So yeah, yeah. So that, that shows how great so, Eddie Guerrero was. Gimmick. Well, a point you had made about China a few weeks ago that when she was ringside, she was always a part of what was going on. You were always aware that she was there and she was a threat to whatever was happening. That was very evident in this match. I enjoyed Malenko's the top rope gut buster on Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did it too. It was an impressive move. But the Roses did play a part in the finish of the match. I thought it was unique the way they played that, too, because it wasn't the traditional she hit him with it. He dropped it, and she pulled his legs out from under. Yeah, him. Yeah, he hit his head on it. Yeah, weeks leading up to that, the lead pipe had been a part of those Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they started checking. So they, they would start checking. They may mention that before the match, yeah. too. He said, you know, let's keep her out of this. Let's make this yeah. about us. <laughs> yeah, and it's the only time that it actually made sense to end the match in Ron's favorite way, a roll-up. Because <laughs> something actually happened for right. him to get rolled yeah. up. Yeah, it was not just like, oh, I'm looking this way, and then somebody rolls me up, and because I'm rolled up, I can't you move. You think after a while people should have catch up with seconds. that. Like, don't look the other way. You're going to get rolled up. Yeah, you should be game planning for the roll-up But this guy this right here, this guy. <laughs> You're right, though. It was a good finish to the match. Eric... Your thoughts on this match? Three guys that I know you like. Yeah, I thought it was a great match. Overall, I'm not going to say this is not like triple threat of best triple threat of all time. I just think, again, it's one of those things where that match mattered. The crowd was invested in that match. If you just see a triple threat, it's kind of rare 
you know, in the lower part of the card, you see a triple threat these days. And I just think, you know, it's typically not going to be a quality match. And there you go to your point earlier, too. Again, the characters were built, and the character was there. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero was a perfect character, and he played that up through yeah. the entire match. And, I mean, going into it, and again, mind you, I, I can't remember watching Raw the week before back then, but going into watching that match right when it starts, I'm like, okay, like, you have almost the, you know, the imagination to think anyone can win this match. Yeah, it's three guys at that level in that match that early in the show for a lower title. And JR and the King did their thing just talking about the match for why you should think any one of those people could win the match. Right. I think you should bring the mullet back. That's what I took from you. You think so? I think think you could rock an Eddie Guerrero mullet. Me specifically should? Yeah, I think you'd be great with it. All right, let's see. Over the course of the next... Uh, I don't know, 150 weeks. Let's see if I can grow a mullet. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how long it would take me to do, but let, let's see if we can make it happen. You, you, look, like Dutch Dutch huh? you look like Dutch Dalton. Johnny Crook. <laughs> <laughs> Very topical references there with Darren Dalton and John Crook. You, you, you need a cut-off like, like button-up, too, though, to go with the mullet. All right. You want me to go Canadian tuxedo? You get a Spanish accent. That would be, <laughs> I could do that. I that'd think, be but. amazing. All right. If I can ever grow a mullet, I'll come in here in the Canadian tuxedo. And a mullet. Jeans that... jeans, and denim shirt. Maybe I'll go borrow from Aaron. That's his favorite outfit. He needs that for special occasions. You know, wanna... Aaron was just wearing one. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He needs that. They did gang up on me on Facebook about that. Did they really? Yeah, they did. Oh. He posted a nice picture, you know, <laughs> wait, waiting for some good comments. I was like, are you wearing Canadian did you at least own wearing the Canadian tuxedo or? Yep, I did. Yeah, I owned it. He said, yeah, it is. Okay, good. You got to respect that if somebody's willing to, to own it straight away. Between matches, we have another segment with Briscoe. They show that he had only won the hardcore title three days before. Well, with, he was napping. Yeah, with the sleep from hardcore. Yeah, oh. Crash Holly asleep. Crash? Crash Holly, yeah. Yeah, Crash. He, he stirred a little bit, <laughs> but the, the, the silent three count I thought was great. And Briscoe was unbelievably on edge, sneaking <laughs> the through the night. yeah, sneaking through the bathroom, terrified of his own reflection. Yeah, he that was down. good. I, I like that. Excellent actor that guy is. Split his pants <laughs> <laughs> in the process. Next match we had Shano, young Simba, as we said earlier, against the Big Show. This was uh, Shane supposed to get his comeuppance for basically manipulating the Big Show at every turn. This was the, the catchphrase, which way did he go? Which mm-hmm. way did he go? The Shane Shuffle was born here. Yeah. Yep. The, <laughs> the Shane O'Mac Shuffle, dance. that was born here. Seeing the big show back then... He was awesome. Made me yeah, remember was, why I liked him so much. He was so a much. force back then. And, the and fact he, that he walked right down and caught Shane on the plancha over the top rope... I got something to say about that. Uh-huh. Poor Jr. and King, because they had to put over the XFL. Yeah. I don't know if you caught the XFL. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I, saw, I texted Ron when I was watching it. So I was like, this, this pay-per-view is so old, XFL still around. <laughs> yeah, they said Big Show made one of those XFL catches. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. So before we move on this match, how many people at this table watched an XFL game? Not on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Right. It came on late nights, didn't it? On Saturday? Yeah, you were pretty young. You watched. I, I watched, watched the, the WWF thing. at the time. I was a fan. Virginia. I was West Virginia party. Hey, Kurt uh, Pierce. Makes sense. Kurt I was a fan of the nickname. I wanted to see who She Hate Me was and all these. Uh, uh, he, 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 hate, he, he hate me. He hate me. He hate me. She hate me. Ron Smart for the Eagles, too. Ron Smart, yeah, played for the Eagles. He was a kick returner. Kurt Warner played in the NXFL. What was his name? Kurt Warner. Grocery bagger? 
the grocery <laughs> bag. <laughs> Wait, Kurt Warner played in the XFL? Yeah. I didn't know that. We had the big show. Wow. Maybe the thing I was most impressed with in the whole match was the big show throwing Shane over the top rope from the floor. Oh, uh-huh. I mean, they, they they made him a force in this match. He he essentially wrestled all of, all the of thirty in this match. He was wrestling twelve people, not just Shane. How about when he threw Trish on a TNA? Yeah, was awesome. I was like, wow. He, well, we had Bossman come out, uh, Test and Albert come out, Trish come out, Bull Buchanan come out, and then Shane himself was in the match. How how long was Bull Buchanan with the company at that point? Not long. I forgot. No. I forgot yeah, he was there. Long, it was, it was long. a short stretch. It was like two, when he three came months. out, I was like, "Whoa, did I hit fast forward?" It was, was like, that guy? It was like two, three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he came until like a year later. Yeah. He's been in and out. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in and out for a while. You had Shane bumping all over the place as Shane does. You had Shane getting thrown into the. Uh, the, soup, the structure? Into the, the structure. See, I don't know if anyone else knows this. Me and Ron were talking about it earlier. <laughs> I was hoping but you at the one point, Big Show walks over and he tears the structure down. And he feigns like it's oh, yeah. heavy. He like barely gets it up. And it's thrown in that chain. Actually, you know, Bull Buchanan comes over and just oh, yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah. So, the part that was crazy about that commentary even sold how heavy it was. Yeah. And, and then, then that came over about and it was... And Shane dragged it. But there were times you could see Shane lifting it up. And you could tell it yeah. weighed nothing. Okay, I get you're, you're in the moment, you're trying to do what you can, but what's the point of putting that on a, on a cart and then pushing it into it? <laughs> like, like it does any extra. Yeah, I guess, I guess it was just, hey, the commentary's going to say this thing's really heavy. King, King, King was so good in this match. He said, he, put, he, he, put, he called Shane Young Simba. He's Because like, after Big Show was beating him, he's like, Young Simba always beat Young, still, Simba still beat Scar. A lot of Disney references yeah. the last couple weeks. You must have had a Disney. Still came on top of Scar. Ursula from the Little Mermaid came up last week. Aladdin. Aladdin came up. Now Young Simba. Yeah, the Lion King. I guess we got to make this a theme now too. That some Disney, some animated Disney movie from the '90s has we to get correlate. Up on we got to correlate a Disney movie with a wrestling match. Yeah, I was going to start naming some, but I don't want to use any up before next week's show. This match wasn't good, but it was funny. It was it was good in the sense that. Shane is entertaining in Shane's way, and it put over the whole idea that Shane thinks he's so tough, he's such a badass, but but he's got four people helping him to win the match. It took the speaker box on Big Show's leg and a cinder block, and then a cinder head. block over his head for Shane to win the match. I was entertained. I don't know if it's just because I'm still on the Shane O'Mac high from his return. It was just, it was just entertainment to but me. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a filler match. It's, th- it's, 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 still, it's still good. To, it's still funny to me to this day, 16 years later. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Between matches, we had another Briscoe segment where he sneaks into the official's locker room <laughs> and dozes off. Tries to catch some Z's. And notices the refs are about to, about to make a move on his hardcore title. We have HBK backstage with Triple H. Yeah, he, and he Triple made mention H, to it, too. Triple H says, you're not going to wear those shorts, right? He's like, yeah, I love, HBK, I love these shorts. He's like, what I tell you? You know I love these shorts. Smuggling bananas. Triple, H, shorts, Triple right? H says, I hate those shorts. <laughs> yeah, he says he looks like he's smuggling bananas. We had now the submission match for the Intercontinental Championship between Y2J and Chris Benoit. Two of the, two of the best technicians of all time in the ring. I feel like watching Jericho then, I, I do see how he has lost a step now. 
Oh yeah, no because doubt. he was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Back back then. Then. I would say lo- he's 16 years older. Well, that's what I mean. So. You, it, he's still working very well right yeah. now. But when yeah. you see him back then, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, this is how good he was. Back when he had the long hair instead of the Michael Bolton haircut. Yeah, longer like, hair, longer pants, smaller gut. I preferred both. Yeah, I preferred all three of those things. <laughs> Jericho with longer hair, longer pants, and less stomach. No fifteen thousand dollar jacket. I, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, no I remember when my. My several year of not watching, and I come back. I'm like, you know, everybody got rid of pants, and everybody's in the trunks. I hate his. I hate when he's yeah. in the trunks. I was pissed. Yeah, I'm. I'm still not a fan. No. One of the things I noticed during this match actually was people in the seats that the hard cameras on keep looking over at the Titantron to see themselves, <laughs> and I'm wondering, is this the point? When fans started thinking, oh yeah, the show's about me. <laughs> because now that is very much what people think yeah. when they're in an arena. And I'm, I was like, maybe this is where it all started. This mm-hmm. is the dawn of You're the... not watching the match. That's, that's You're watching yourself in front of you. Jar. You're going, oh yeah, see, there I am again. It's the 75th time I've seen myself. They showed my side. You see that time? So I don't know. It was just an observation I made. But this match was great. Yeah, no doubt. For my money, it was the best match of the, of the pay That's what I would have picked as well. I don't know if you guys feel the same. I, I really like the way it ended. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like when there's like a stipulation match. It's a submission match. No one tapped. But I liked it. You know, it made Benoit look strong as hell. I mean, oh, it yeah. choked him out. And commentary mentioned that he was targeting the shoulder for mm-hmm. that move and, and through the from the beginning of the match yeah. until it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Jer- Jericho was targeting the knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah cuz work, working working elements of the submission. Yeah, because th- on SmackDown Hardcore Holly had took out Benoit's yeah, exactly, knee with the yeah. chair. So I mean going into that with that little thing I'm almost thinking, "Oh, okay, maybe this is, you know, one of uh Jericho's several IC title reigns, but uh, you know, I'm trying to do my best not to remember what yeah. exactly is going to happen. Same here. It looked like but it might might have got a little green with the knee brace though when they were swinging that thing. Yeah, around. like I told so you guys that, before, that was the that was the, uh, that was the summer I turned 21. So I was drinking quite a bit and remembered very quickly how much I forgot that happened in that <laughs> summer. I did not remember any of the results from even the main event. I didn't remember what happened. So I loved the work they were doing with the knee brace Mm -hmm. in the match. With Jericho taking it off. Oh, yeah. And hitting him with it. Even when Jericho was going for the walls, the knee brace is still in the ring. And Benoit is fighting it off, reaching back to get the knee brace and hits Jericho in the head with it. So I thought they did a good job of using that prop. And like you said, the end, he didn't tap, but you could see, if you read his lips when they were close up on his face, he said to the ref, ring the bell. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I, commentary never mentioned it. No. I don't know if the, if he was saying that because maybe he was like, all right, let's just end this thing already, like a shoot. Well, well you could see at the end, at one point, like he's, he, he um, before his he hair, passes out. Yeah, he, hair, he did a oh, great yeah. job locking it around he his neck. Oh, yeah. He reaches up. He tries for, to readjust yeah, it. He, he reaches for Benoit's hand, basically. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. trying to tell him to loosen up. I think he had he, him, like, legitimately. The second he reaches for his hand, he drops his hand, and he's out. Uh, lights are lights are yeah, out. Nobody's right. home. Yeah. So when he said ring the bell, I was like, well, commentary didn't mention it. Maybe he was just in real life telling the ref, like, please stop this thing now because I don't want to be in this. But they, they say he passed game. out, which which, yeah. which which played played off to the, played off to the match. But this is a, this is probably the best match on the card, no doubt. Great technical match. The two two of the best technical workers and the video package was perfect. Even when the match started. Did you say testicle. <laughs> technical. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me if he did. (laughs) Very similar, though. Okay. (laughs) But this is the best testicle. (laughs) You see what's on his mind? Typical. The best technical wrestlers in the company. (laughs) But, like, 
the video package did its job. It, it, it pinned the Wolves of Jericho versus the Crippler. Even when they walk into the ring, they kept they put them both on an even level, saying they, they, all, they both these guys know submission moves. They both came from Stu Hart's dungeon, so this match was per booked perfectly. In the way Jericho, when Benoit had him in the crossface, they they played it off that he choked him out. Yeah, yeah. Because the crossface is supposed to go across your face, but he had his arms against Jericho's right. neck, so they played off that he choked him out, not just had him tap the crossface. But I don't think Jericho sold it enough after the match because he was kind of right back up. Yeah. So that that again another thing that makes me wonder was he actually getting hurt by it? yeah and he then like mentally he was he was was not in the right it. place to, and the the, the Wolf of Jericho on the ropes oh that was great. I love that and I love the way Benoit fought out of it too Benoit was a guy who was always turned all the way up oh yeah he was at a ten every second of every match he was he ever aggression had. yeah there <laughs> there was never. <laughs> There was never a time when he dialed it back. No, he was awesome. And to your point about it being the Walls of Jericho against the the Crippler Crossface, probably the two most dominant finishing submissions at the time in WWF. Yeah, yeah the video package, it showed, it showed everybody being put in Walls of Jericho and everybody against the Crippler. And you could tell these guys hate each other. There was yeah. a tension to this match. Why do get sued if you keep saying WWF? Well, that was another thing I wanted to mention, how nice it was I mean, to just see the F on the internet logo, too. <laughs> I miss those days. Mm. Sorry, World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> we mean no harm. Yeah, I just, I just can't call it the WWE when it was still the WWE. Yeah, I can't, was... I can't bring myself Tell to Tell me about that. Maybe it's in the stylism. Maybe it's where I grew up. I have to. I, I want to call it WWF. Me too. I, still... I have to strain to say the E. Same here. In conversation, I have to force myself not to say the F. <laughs> so, uh... Stone Cold doesn't care. <laughs> no, he does not care. He doesn't care. Nor should he. I know. I don't care either. The WWE may not st- even be here still right now if it wasn't for yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. So he's allowed to say whatever he wants as far as I- I'm concerned. But I thought this was the match of the night. You agree? Oh, definitely. It was a great technical match. I think it was, de- yeah, it was definitely number one. So anything you want to add about this match? No, I, I love the ending. I yeah. thought it was a great ending. Yeah, it was a good yeah. match of the night for you as well? It was yeah. a good tech. Te- yeah, and then you, don't, you didn't see that ending often. Now that you see it almost every other month, right. but you didn't see it. You, you didn't see that ending often. It was definitely a good. Test and they kept Jericho match. strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, then also you know the the crowd gave Jericho props when he got up. So they that, did. That was yeah. a nice little. Because it was a great match. Briscoe with Michael Cole <laughs> had to turn on the vendors who were about to go after his hardcore <laughs> championship. See, this is what I was saying earlier. I I didn't mind the hardcore title that much, and I understand you had to def- defend it twenty four seven. But I hated when they had like. Vendors coming in that can win the title. That was so good. I, I, that, that reminds me. That reminds me of your boy Russo, man. Anyone can win the title, bro. You, you remember when um, the kid tried to cat, try to beat him at Fun Time USA? That's in Brooklyn. I used to go there all the time. Really? Yeah. He went down the slide and fought him in the ball pen because the, the superstars would always go there. I met Lita back then at Fun Time USA, and that's where some, a kid beat Crash Holly for the title. That's awesome. See, I I actually enjoyed that just because it. It gives you something so something different. Something fresh and different. Yeah, comedy. It did give you a lot of comedy, but I wish they would do something like that now, where there could be I like a too. running backstage segment. They, they need that for the, I don't know, two dozen people that don't got nothing going on with their career. Yeah, well, the next match, well, I'm going to go... cleared house a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go straight to, to Act 2 Fly on the next match, because I don't think there's anybody at this table who loved the Dudleys... NDX both the way that you did. 
This this table a tag team tables match. This is, and it wasn't one of those stupid table matches where it was just one table. Goes this was stupid. Oh, yeah. no, no. You've seen everyone go through a this damn table. This was stupid. What's up with these rules? What? If there's no disqualification, why are you tagging in and out? So you think it should have been an elimination? That's how it was back in the day. No, but that no disqualification. Why are you get? Why are you tagging in and out? Well, because no like, it was a tag. It was like those an were the times. It was an elimination makes table no match. Sense. It was an elimination table match. Either one could have got. No. The basics of a tag team tail match, I don't even know what the basics are anymore. The, the original <laughs> rules. Because sometimes they do one guy, sometimes they do both. It makes no sense. But why are you tag... There's no disqualification. Why are you tagging in and out? That makes no sense. Because it wasn't a tornado table If there's no disqualification, <laughs> why are you tagging out? They never even mention tornado tags anymore. If there's no disqualification... Nowadays, no there's disqualification... There's one a couple months ago. No disqualification means you could be in the ring anytime. <laughs> so honest. you didn't like the match? It was... I have my nitpicks about it. You yeah, have a lot of them, clearly. Clearly? No, it's the rules. So it made no sense. The no, the there's no disqualification. The match before, before we take even one step forward, I just have to admire and appreciate how you just went off for about 45 seconds. He says, you didn't like the match. I got my nitpicks. You mean nitpicks? It was, yeah. little, it was a little Enzo Amore-esque. A couple haters. Couple haters. <laughs> Yelling at the top of his lungs. Because they, they had a tag. Got these haters. I got my nitpicks. <laughs> I, that, <laughs> my guess is that's going to probably be my favorite moment from this show that we do. The only thing else I can say about it is that might have been the best X Factor of all time. Through the table, from the top row. That was awesome. Better than a Brie Bella X Factor? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. He's the only one that appreciates oh, that. Oh, dear. Oh, no. How dare, dare you <laughs> insult my finishing maneuver? How dare Eric? you insult that match? <laughs> I thought it was a fun match. I didn't, honestly. I was so wrapped up in us, oh, the Dudleys and DX, that yeah. I wasn't even thinking about an elimination that they were match. tagging in and out. But. Find someone that always complains. I thought it was some good table <laughs> spots. I always love the uh, the Bubba Ray, you know, trance that he. Like, oh, that was into. great! I'll, I'll, I miss that so much. <laughs> I always enjoyed that. Of course, DX has to, to find a way to to win outside of heel tactics. Yeah. By the way, DX the goat of all music. It is. I don't care what any version. The goat of all music. Oh wait. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say specifically that was no, their it, best. No, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. You could put that song too. That song's amazing. The Run DMC version, that was awesome too. You got the Run DMC version of New yeah. Day shirt on. I love it. Like, oh, he was just planned. <laughs> He's such a mark. That whole Run DMC, that whole aggression album, it was pretty good. It I, was. I still prefer is it in the your original car? DX. Mm-hmm. Is it in your car? No. <laughs> I have forcible entry. Is, it on, is it on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> so it is with you at the, the moment. The Kings, yeah. It's always with Just you. that one song though. <laughs> By the way, all right. Jerry Briscoe comes out after the match. He gets put through the table. Crotch chop city. Yeah, that, if that, that, that's what you want to call it. <laughs> he gets put through a table. Am I the only one who finds it odd that everybody was trying to beat him all night? That, Nobody that, came out. That's to the beat biggest flaw about the whole match. And, you, and finally, bring something up that actually makes that sense. That was my biggest disappointment <laughs> of of the show. Really, is that you have the? It would be one thing if they were not talking about the hardcore title. It was part of that whole. Show you saw it every probably 15 20 and no minutes. one even tagged him in. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he gets 3D through the table, 
He's ripe for the picking, and, and nobody, nobody goes after it. The vendors are trying to get exactly. it. Exactly. Well, who was it? The headbangers were trying yeah, to get yeah, it? Yeah, the referees. The referees were trying to get it. And then he's laying there in the middle of the ring, had just gone through a table, and nobody goes after it. Apparently people at the at his son's party were trying to get it? <laughs> yes. Made no sense. All right, Eric, I need one time out of you. I need, to, I need you to say Mr. McMahon one time. Mr. McMahon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, I did miss uh, Patterson. I did too. I always enjoy the two of them being, you know, the Stooges together. Well, you know, definitely Stooges. Stooges. Well, 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 you know, nice mom is Eric's pick. If he picks King of the Ring 2000, he can, <laughs> we can we can review the evening gown match for the hardcore oh, title dude. between. I I won't. <laughs> if we do that, I will come in an evening gown. I'm just hoping we don't review a King of the Ring. I promise <laughs> I will be here forever. Do a one. Oh one. Oh one King of the Ring. That's not that's not what I'm calling. I, but I know. that's a good King of the Ring. It, it was good. I just said it because of Shane and Angle. Main event, 60 minute Iron Man match between Triple H and Champion The Rock. This was at the height of the McMahon Helmsley faction's stranglehold over the WWF. That's why I fell in love with Triple H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The McMahons come down with Triple H. He sends him away, says, I want to do this myself. I want to show all these people that I can beat The Rock one-on-one. Leave it to me and The Rock. They don't want to leave, but they do. I thought that this was actually... Obviously, it was not going to be Brett and HBK Iron Man match. Very no. different type of match. Yeah. I'll debate with you about that. <laughs> it was. I think it was not that, but... That match ended with one fall that came in overtime. Neither guy could get a fall. This match had 11 falls in 60 minutes. Oh, as it should. It had to be different. It, well, that's what I mean. There's it was, ways to do it different it, than the No, but this, the but this was the second it. Iron Man match in history. So, there's not much to go off of other than that one match. I give both guys a lot of credit for... The match was just as good in the last five minutes as it was in the first five minutes. I didn't think their fatigue or exhaustion showed too much. I even thought, some people, I've heard people say they don't want to see an Iron Man match have a lot of falls like that. Because they say, oh, you know, if, if you have a match for 25 minutes and there's one fall, why all of a sudden, because it's this much time, you would all of a sudden get five or six falls. In this instance, a lot of them were back-to-back, where somebody would hit a devastating maneuver, mm-hmm. and they'd get one fall and then get another one a minute later. It yeah, makes sense, because well, the guy's not fully recovered yet. Even How about to, Triple H hit him with the chair and then going right through the pin, got right. spot on yeah, purpose. Right. Spot on purpose. There were a couple times in the match, though, even even the announcers were saying they hit the, the, the devastating mover and they go just for lay down each other. Yeah. Go for another one. They said it multiple times that they're not capitalizing. They should roll over and go for a pin again. Right. The thing I like about it, though, at least it's not someone kicking out of every good move. Exactly. There was a finish on a DDT. Yeah. Maybe the last time anyone was pinned on a DDT. <laughs> you know what? I Don't like what's happening. Triple H, Triple H has retained the world title with a DDT. When? Raw against Rob Van Dam. Hmm. hmm. Right on the, oh, the stage. Oh, that's in the show. <laughs> and no, I don't... Name someone that sells the DDT better than Van Damme. Watch that match. Watch that match. I did, uh, there's I did, not many people that do. I did like that chair shot finish, though, too. Like, when he hit him yeah, with the chair shot. Yeah, he did it on purpose. He, he was ready, he was the ready DQ. Oh, yeah. Took a call. Took a, took a DQ call, yeah. To take Rock out. Yeah. But I also like that later in the match, they were getting falls because that's when you're supposed to be tired, yeah. mm-hmm. worn out. You know, the match has taken its toll on you. And it was there was a fall at maybe like 19 minutes, 17 minutes, 14, 13 so as they got closer to the end, there were more falls because it makes sense 
and it's logical that you'd be worn out by this time. I thought HBK added a lot to this match. He was actually a legitimate referee. The, the winner of the first Ironman match. I mean, yeah. there's so much that made sense then. There were points when he was cringing. Yeah. When The Rock was hitting Triple yeah. H, he was cringing at the punches. <laughs> when he kicked Triple H's legs off the ropes. Mm-hmm. And they got a little bit physical. I thought HBK, minus the, the one thing I don't miss about the Attitude Era, is HBK wearing those little black shorts. <laughs> I'm wearing them things here. <laughs> I knew Eric had a pair. <laughs> He's at home counting in the, in the oh. mirror, like, wearing his banana hammock. Yeah, for anybody who misses the Attitude Era that much, at least we don't have to see that anymore. <laughs> his counts, though, did get a little quicker towards the end when he was counting them out. First he was counting them fair. Yeah. It seemed a little quicker. They did the get end. quicker at the end. Well, back to Michaels. This match only had three weeks built. Michaels was added to this match on the go-home Raw because he, re- he relinquishes his role as commissioner of the WWF. And then The Rock, he was away filming The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, mm. and he accepted the challenge on the go-home. And then the video package even explained that, the history, because HBK was in the first Iron Man match, and, la- and on, on the debut episode of SmackDown, HBK cost The Rock the title. So, and they kept saying, Triple H kept saying, Sean, this, you didn't call this match in my way. That's what he was, he was hinting to, and The Rock right. said, you need to call it down the middle. So they did, they did a perfect job building this yeah, up. Yeah, you just, did a promo. In just right one week, night. one week they built this up with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And he was great. And the perfect addition to it. The thing I always liked about it, and, you know, just uh, like Aaron saying how uh, Michaels calls The Rock that one match. I mean, one dream match I've always wanted to see is obviously Rock-Michaels. And, I mean, just the the chemistry between the three of them is gold. I mean, and, and you know, The Rock and Triple H, the two of them put on countless good matches together. Yeah, they had, what, probably five or six years yeah. where they put on great match after great match. It's tied five falls to five. With what two minutes left? And the McMahons come down, DX comes down, chaos. HBK gets taken out. Oh, hell's about to break loose. (laughs) As time winds down, the return of the Undertaker. The Undertaker. The debut of the American, even though it wasn't called that yet, the debut of the American band. Pre Booker Red. With this Freddy Cougar esque (laughs) girls in the background. He's here. No, they did no, those vignettes, the, the, the His Judgment Day is coming vignettes, they did a great job playing it up because every time that, that, that commercial would come on, they would always say, you know what that is yet? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah they did a great job playing it They even did that. that in the show. Yeah, no. But the vignettes are great, but it didn't fit the character in my mind. It, it didn't. For, for, it for the, the old character. character. Yeah, 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 exactly. It would have fit the old character perfectly. Yeah, because even in his Titan Tron now. That Wyatt. Yeah, but, the Wyatt family. <laughs> <laughs> but in his Titan Tron now, those little girls in... That that scene is still in his t- Titan really? today. Yeah. Hmm. That I did not know. It's a good eye by you. Yeah. <laughs> Drop us some knowledge. Typical. Undertaker yeah, comes typical. out, cleans house, hits. What did he hit? The uh, he hit a choke slam on Triple H. Yep. Great choke slam on Shane. Oh yeah. Always height, took a height. great choke slam. Screw, screw the five, four or five guys on the outside of the ring cleared out. Just Undertaker. They just see the, the badass in the ring. Yes, they see the American badass in the ring. Did he hit a tombstone too, or was he about to? I think, I think he, he a, did hit it. I think he hit a tombstone when Michaels called for the bell. And he calls for the bell. Disqualification finish at the buzzer. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> On some pay-per-views, they've sh- they've done this. I had the the, the original VHS. So, and after that match, the back of VHS. You, you know, you know that big that big thing that you, that you put in a VCR. I don't know what a VCR. What's a VCR? But yeah, on 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 the tape, it was a backstage exclusive interview, and they asked Sean, "What did you see? Why'd you call the bell? Why'd you call for the bell after the time spot? He said, "Well." 
They showed they showed a recap. As he was getting up, the t- it was still time on the clock. He saw him choke slam Triple H, mm. and then. So they actually explained that it wasn't after the. Yeah, but he called for the bell after he was like he was he, Triple H had him up for the tombstone. He was waving. And then he rang the bell. So he was explaining that he rang the bell for seeing the choke slam first. Right. Okay, so it was not the tombstone after yeah. the match was ended. No. Yeah, yeah, because if you rewatch, you'll see him getting up, and you can I, see him. I didn't see him waving at all, waving it like, but I wasn't sure. No, it's like when he was getting up, like he put his arms on the ropes up, but he, he saw it. Yeah. yeah, that's what happened. So I know you didn't like the finish to this match. Hell to the no. You? I liked it because it's it's just different. You don't see that happen now. That's a. I mean, I feel like that was something that was semi-common. You'd get a return, and it would affect a big match. Like, I'm just thinking, like, you got, what, three big guys about to come back in the next couple weeks? I mean, if Rollins is supposed to be coming back in a couple weeks, I think the best thing they should do is get him to come back during this week and affect <laughs> I mean, that match. Speaking to little nitpicks, whatever happened, <laughs> you can't lose the title by DQ. Mm-hmm. You can't lose the title by DQ. In what? Most title matches. No, well, but no, it's another fall. It's another fall. I know. That's why I'm kind of like nitpicking. I see what the whole tag you two thing. Sat next to each other. <laughs> I see what you're saying, and I I do. It, it is kind of a little bit of a, a bittersweet end. But to, it's a no DQ. Oh, I can't. Oh no, I guess it is a no DQ. No, it, it is. is a, it is a DQ. Well, a DQ counts as, as a fall, fall. So yeah. which is a fall, but you never fall, lose a title. But, it, but it's, no, but it still counts as a, as an added fall to an Iron Man. I understand match. that. So you I get it. I get it. I get your your feeling on it, and to a, to an extent, I agree that it's kind of a you go through all that, and then that's what loses you the match is a disqualification. But it fits right into you know that whole faction. That's all they were going to do is cheat. Triple H always cheated, so it kind of plays right into what that character was, which is why I didn't have too much of a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, I just think you could have done it better, in my opinion. You could have got him away cheating. Knock the rock out, then pull Triple H. But I mean, uh, HBK in the ring, and then I just feel like if they the didn't fall. do that, it, then what was the point of Undertaker coming back? Well, that's why I yeah, ultimately it be, forgive it. Is because yeah, it, 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 had it, over, it was symbolic, like you know his return. It put over the the influence and the impact that the Undertaker has over everything. Yeah, and then after this, I, I went and watched the the SmackDown and the Raw, the SmackDown after Judgment Day, and the Raw following that SmackDown. So. Taker, he had walked out in the company on September, in September, and then he came back, and Vince was saying, "Oh, you're not even a, an employee here." And then this this was back when Linda was calling shots too, so she signed him to a new deal at that time. And then the following Monday on Raw, Kane came back, so it brought it, it built to that King of the Ring six man tag we got the following month. Right. So ultimately, it was it was uh, led to some continuity in their storytelling. Is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, but which often is lacking. Yes, very. Not back then though. Yeah. Not back then. But back to your point, better Iron Man match: HBK and Sean or this? HBK and Sean, or HBK and Brett. Oh yeah, I say HBK and Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that match. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be very unique. Okay. I think he that, can pull it off though. Yeah, if anybody could. All right. You're gonna you're gonna yell at me, but I think this was better. I'm not gonna yell at you because one, you were very young and impressionable when this. <laughs> came I know the affinity you have. For I love how professionally you just shot me down. <laughs> I know how I know the affinity you have no. for Triple H. No, it's not. And even... it was it was very different. So it's it's not like they tried to do the same thing and it's like oh they yeah because sure. all right they did a very right. different match. as you know I have opinions about people and so you have opinions get the hell out of here 
I'm not. Bo- I, was, I was not shooting you down though. If, you, if you've learned one thing about me on this show, is that I appreciate everyone's opinion on wrestling. And you look. No opinion is right. I'm not. I'm and not. You, look in the moment. you guys know you. I'm not biased. If I if, if if I don't like somebody, if they do something good, I'll give I'll I'll give them their prop. You will. But, yes. <laughs> Except for you. But any, but like I but okay. So there were two different matches from two different time periods. HBK and Brett. That was their first time ever doing that. But if you watch that match, there's a lot of rest holds and a lot of rest spots in that match. There are. They don't really do anything until like the last ten there, minutes of the match. There was a fair share of rest holds in this Iron Man match as well. Yeah, but the thing he looks past that. Or, <laughs> no, past no, there were rest holds. But the thing was, they were still engaged in the match the whole time. Unlike Brett and Sean were. If you watch Brett and Sean, they don't get they don't really get into it until like the last 10, 15 minutes of the match. And this match was like they took rest holds. Of course, you you'll never see a perfect sixty minute Iron Man match. Never, just because of fatigue purposes. But there was more action in this match, I think, compared to HBK and Brett. Well, of course, there's more action. We saw a brawl at the end. <laughs> Not even the brawl, just the, throughout the match. The pedigree spot on the table was yeah. good. Both oh, guys yeah. got color. I don't know if the rocks was oh the rock eventually that was on. Yeah, he was, he had color. I do like when they start hitting each other's finishing moves too, because it kind of like. Makes you feel good for me, man. Watching this guy do a rock bottom and the other guy do a pedigree. Yeah, it's always good. It's like you have to go that extra step to try to to take the guy out. The show ends with Vince helping up with blood on his face. I guess it's Triple H's blood on his face. And and Jenks drinks being thrown. Yeah. (laughs) They were throwing it when Untaker came out. Yeah. Yeah, people were throwing a lot of drinks. HBK left covering up. So that it was not quite as bad as the the Montreal screw job. That's like no dad. <laughs> Kayfabe was alive and well back yeah. then, baby. Yes, it was. Not not like today. Yep. But I enjoyed this pay per view as a whole. We have a rating system that we are, I guess, going to unveil. A great pay per view is known as a, sh- a showstopper. <laughs> a mediocre pay per view. A slob. Well, slobber. It's like okay. A good. A yeah, good pay per view. It's a slobber knocker. And a bad pay-per-view would be... A jobber. All right. So there could be levels of each. I would not give it... It was better than a slobber. I'd give it a high slobber knocker. So it's not quite up to the level of a showstopper. But it was a very good show. How about you? I'll go slobber topper. Slobber topper, all right. Slobber so it's right, at, right in the middle. Is that, is that what she calls it? <laughs> you know. Sometimes. <laughs> I'll show you the video. <laughs> Yeah, video. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, I'm, g- I'm gonna give it a showstopper. Showstopper. Oh. You go all the way up. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, you do give some from 2000. <laughs> showstopper. It was a good match. I liked. I liked it, top to bottom. It was a good show. Yo, I'm gonna agree with my buddy Eric. I'm gonna give it a showstopper. <laughs> not, much, not many times we agree. I'm giving it a showstopper because Eric did. So I think if we have two showstoppers and then two that are right in the middle of a slobber knocker or a showstopper, yeah. I think Law of Averages make it a showstopper. Yeah. Showstopper it is. So Judgment Day 2000, a showstopper. Heard it here first. <laughs> you did hear it there first. Why should I hear Ron Video first? evidence. <laughs> so we all enjoyed it. It was a very good pay-per-view. Interesting main event. Interesting matches throughout. Like we said, a precursor to the current Extreme Rules with all the stipulations. And we got to see the beautiful European title. Beautiful European title. A ton of talent on that card. Legends. Yes. So the next time we do this will be in June before Money in the Bank. So Eric will be tasked with picking a June pay-per-view for us to review on the next edition of Throwback Madness. He's deep in thrall. 
Yeah. <laughs> he wants to torture me so bad. I already picked it. So, I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> I ain't going to tell you until the night before. <laughs> well, anyone who hasn't watched Judgment Day 2000 since 2000 or maybe ever, check it out. You won't be disappointed. We recommend you watch it. Yes. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys after. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> after Extreme tonight. Rules. Watch next it tonight. Week. <laughs> Let's Have it tonight. a good one. <laughs> watch it tonight.